2: Hello, Fightful Faithful. Uh, Welcome to another episode of the the Tuesday thing. Uh, It's Sour Grabs. Alex, uh, it's it's the Sour
3: Grab Tuesday Night Post Show for Tuesday, May 9th.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: Get in your super chats. Get in your Humper Chats at HumperChats.com. Support us on Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming where you can send in your bits. And head over to the old FightfulSelect.com. Because I'm sure there's going to be more news on the AEW upfronts. Sounds productive. Sounds like good things might be on their way for AEW. Plenty more scoops about WWE. And the most important wrestling brand of all, Alex, ROH. Mm-hmm. Had a nice little update on FightfulSelect.com about some of their talents that are being utilized and their contracts. So head over to mm-hmm. Fightful Select to get all of the ROH news I could possibly want. And also the things that you care about more, probably, mm-hmm. uh, including post shows with Alex and I for pay-per-views, premium live events. And you got one for Backlash mm. this weekend. But we're mm-hmm. not here to talk about Backlash, Alex. We're here to talk mm-hmm. about NXT tonight.
2: We're here to talk about Blackberries.
3: We are mostly uh, here to talk about Blackberries and how they're... Uh, not
2: They're a delicious fruit. Um, right. and yeah, they're they're quite quite good. This batch that I got today is mm-hmm. uh, there hasn't been a there hasn't been a, hasn't been a, a bitter one in the bunch, so i yeah, it's for good. for you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep, so hey, um, um, all, all in all, pretty good.
3: Not a bad little NXT
2: tonight, yeah. You know, it's like I'm I'll I say, hey, you know what? Well I I can be I can be you know, not a curmudgeon if 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 the show does not give me curmudgeon vibes. I
3: don't feel okay. <laughs> not a curmudgeon. I mean Oh
2: no. I mean the whole thing is I, I get accused of, of being negative about everything. I'm only gonna be negative about some things tonight.
3: That's, um, um honestly, it's really sweet. And right. it does bring up the point that, like, I feel like for some reason, and mm-hmm. it's maddening to me, uh, I feel like NXT in particular, but a lot of WWE television, is better when their backs are against the wall a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. they lost 17 members to the main roster, and this was mm-hmm. the best episode that we've had in a long time, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And uh it almost makes sense in a way because you can't if you're just trying to throw something together like you're probably going to do so in a cleaner way mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to do too much because you don't have the capacity to do too much right. so you're going to default to some fundamentals and we got some of that here and the in ring was just fantastic tonight and not that the in ring mm-hmm. is usually the issue but just a lot of people got a chance to to shine tonight and that that made me happy it was nice to um it's it's nice to have nice things to say. As fun as it is to get sour, um, right? It's more fun to watch good wrestling. So we'll take it.
2: It is um, uh, fruit puns tonight. Okay. In honor in honor of blackberries and also other fruits, I'm trying to uh, to reduce my sugar intake by replacing all desserts with fruit.
3: It's a fact. Oh, you know what the move is, and no one would ever tell you this. Do you like grapes? Are you a grape fella? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I yeah.
3: would hope so because otherwise that's just sure. false advertising. Yeah. Frozen grapes.
0: Mm.
3: Like a delightful frozen fruit. I feel like everyone throws mm-hmm. their frozen strawberries mm-hmm. at you. Mm-hmm. I feel like people love to throw a good, and no offense to I enjoy mm-hmm. it as well. Uh, mm-hmm. a a medley, perhaps a triberry mm-hmm. blend of sorts. Oh, yeah. Frozen grapes are where it's at. Mm-hmm. Try them. Delightful. Um
2: this. Is a fantastic way to get us started. <laughs> Please send in your your fruit puns. Uh, I feel like we can get a lot of this stuff. Um, yeah. Anyway, Orange
3: Cassidy is just cheating.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's, that's the, done. We're done with
3: that. Allie doubling down. This is excellent because she knows I'm a bad
2: berry. Oh no! Uh, oh, you had Whoops. the wrong one. Um, so uh, yeah, this, this is the the all oh, the the listen. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be curmudgeonly about this. Okay. They put out the 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 bracket for the um for the women's tournament yesterday. Um, and the thing about it is, is that I love a tournament. I love, love it. Alex. Love a good tournament. Love, love a, a good tournament. Big, good tourney. Um, big big fan of of the tourneys. However, this is you. Are in charge of this, Sean. (laughs) You're in charge of this. This is not like some, you know, we don't have to like defer to some spreadsheet somewhere which ranks all the wrestlers by weird, like advanced metrics. And we got this is how we rank them. Like Chad GBT
3: said, it has to be this way
2: you know what the best possible matchup is in the finals. So you figure out what that is, and then you and then you build the tournament out backwards from that. There is zero reason why I'm not getting Tiffany Stratton versus Roxanne Perez at Battleground for the title. There's zero reason. There none. There's no, that is your money match. That's the thing everyone wants. Give it to us. Yeah. The fact that they will they will be they will be meeting perhaps unless they do some terrible booking where. Because because Roxanne is has terrible anxiety, she's not able to win a first round match. The best possibility we get out of this is Tiffany Stratton versus Roxanne. So I'm
3: in, in, a little... in the semifinals,
2: not in the not in the finals. In yeah. the semifinals, that's not okay with me.
3: Yeah, that was silly of them. I'm a little nervous after what we saw tonight, and I I wouldn't totally hate it. I've would just hate that they didn't do it the right way. I'm wondering if Blair Davenport is going to take someone out in the process and work her way into the finals with this, um, because she's that's what she's doing. But yeah, some good in ring setup. You are right, and that is it. It just it's you know when you look at it and you're like it's right there.
0: Right. <laughs> like it's, when so, you're like,
3: where did I fa- where are my glasses? Oh, they're on my face. It's the glasses on your face mm-hmm, of tournament mm-hmm. moves. And the other thing is like they probably in a shocking upset chose all the correct talent to be in yeah, it. Yeah. They just didn't true. arrange it right. So it's like now slow down. Take mm-hmm. a minute. We don't have to right. do the South Park manatees with idea balls and have them mm-hmm. be the ones to set it up. Right. Um there, yeah. There's, there's just no reason that we're not getting Tiffany and her epiphanies versus Roxanne.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's. I don't. I, I. I. I want. I want like a shoot interview with Truth Serum. Everyone who's in NXT to tell me why you did what you did to Roxanne. What's the backstage reason for it?
4: Yeah.
0: Like,
2: Roxanne Rexanne getting the title from... Were, were the plans for her to not get the title ever? And she just happened to like have an op- opportunity and they were like, well, we got to take the title off of Mandy immediately. Ah, uh, Roxanne! Like they had no idea what to do otherwise. And they were like, let's get the title off of Roxanne as soon as possible so we can have her earn it and tell a story Make that me- she finishes... <laughs> stand and deliver 2025 or some shit like why take the top with the title on her to have her have that amazing match with Miko Satamura, which made Roxanne into a champ That you were like okay she's little she's young but damn she can take a beating and she can go if she can take that kind of punishment in a match against the final boss Miko Satomura, then there's no way you can put her in the ring with somebody bigger than her and go. Well, I don't know. You, we've already seen her take the best shots from Miko Satomura, but then you book the ad, the little thing where she collapses because, oops, my anxiety, and and then and then you have her re-enter the ladder match, but not win that. And then she gets a title shot in a triple threat versus Indi, who gets injured during the match, but she doesn't win that. Like, I, I, it's not even that. I, I think there. I think she's she's either being uh, she's either losing uh, in the first round versus J.C. Jane, or she's losing to Tiffany in the second round. Um, like it's just, man.
3: I'm. The reason I'm nervous is about the Blair Davenport angle, too, is it's just, like, way too similar what they just did to Brock and Cody on the main roster. Like, same play if you're going to have someone, like, get taken out around a match like that. Uh, I The bigger thing with Roxanne, too, is not only was Indy a baffling choice in that, but we had talked about it. And I remember Jeremy saying, like, oh, yeah, he did a run-in on us. But we were doing our Stand and Deliver post show. Yep. Um, like, it, it just also felt like she was just in the match. Like, there was... At no point did her anxiety come into play during the match. Mm-hmm. No point was there anything set up for her during that match. It was very oh. odd, and I don't know... I don't know if there's some real-life circumstance, which if there is, they should be doing exactly what they're doing. Or if they were like, she's a surefire call-up, and then Triple right. H was like, nah, let's leave her in NXT for a little bit longer. Because it's just such an odd... Yeah. Um, Like, even for them, like, we have our complaints, right, about dumb finishes and bad booking decisions, but it's not like it was a bad decision. It was such a weird decision and such a bad message to send, one that they would normally, on a very PG product, probably champion in the other direction to the point where we would be like, this is so corny. But then she just loses and nothing happens with it. So it feels like... Something in a bigger picture is kind of what's derailed Roxanne here. Unless they're gonna run back Roxanne and Cora, which I would not
2: um I don't want I don't have any interest in that at all. Like that one that was that was so poorly handled the first time. I don't have faith in them to do it right the second time. Just just leave it. Leave yeah, the bad just, memories alone and we'll just move on.
3: Leave the bad memories and the bad girls with their electric tape candlesticks alone. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's where I'm at. It, it's, it's a weird uh, bracket, but it's the right people in it. So yeah. let's just hope that they don't ruin the result too much.
2: Yeah. So then the, the show starts out with them all on the ramp looking at each other next to the purple they're going to fight.
4: Yeah. And Thanks for the cool we start, thumbnail.
2: <laughs> we started out with uh Tiffany Stratton versus Gigi Dolan. Yes, and, we did. Um Tiffany does a little thing like, um, I have to fight all these girls to I become champ gross. Um uh toodles. Ow. Um, yeah, yeah. Um and then Gigi Dolan uh like calls out JC Jane. Like in so much so in her little inset promo, I was like, oh, so JC is going to come out and cost her the match. And she didn't. So that's good, I guess. Um, but like the way she was like, how dare you do what you did to my brother? I hope you make it to the semifinals so I could beat you up on my way to becoming the next NXT women's champion. Um, but spoiler alert, she doesn't. She doesn't. They're not going to do that. Uh, she lost Tiffany Stratton. Uh Decent. So, and is uh, improving rapidly, but can't quite do. Is there a name for the thing where, where uh, Kenny does the forward roll sent on thing, jumps up onto the turnbuckle and does the moonsault. Is there a name for that? Like a, a specific name for that move maneuver. Anyway, she I tries it. I don't
3: know. What is that?
2: She, tr- she tries it, but her forward roll sent on did not forward. No, it did not. <laughs>
3: it, did not,
2: it did not. It did not work planned. out. Um, and then she uh she jumps up and and does her awesome moonsault, which is great. Okay. Um, I'm and I'm sorry
3: out. to do this, but I'm this this is upsetting. <laughs> Luis, please time out this person. Okay, <laughs> not for real, but for real, but not. Mm-hmm. Um, this is all I have. Okay, this is the only <laughs> impression that I got. The green
2: Bay, the Green Bay plunge what it's called apparently. is that really what it's called that's what Luis says i just i just def, I, def, I, 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 mean, I defer to Luis on all absolutely. things absolutely
3: i always call it like yeah. his roly Centon thing uh yeah but just to be clear that's all i have okay i have one impression
0: mm-hmm.
3: and us and my other impression is a sidekick so don't take it away from me just <laughs> rude hmm but a nice little match here and a, a fun way to get us started. I it's awesome to see um like just how over in the right ways Tiffany Stratton is with the crowd.
1: Mm-hmm. Gigi's great.
3: Um yep. <laughs> kind of feels like should be on the main roster with JC Jane as a as a that that would be the beginnings of a really good tag team division if you had the Spooky Girls, and you had mm-hmm. Casey Caden, you had Toxic Attraction up there with some of the teams that they already have in place. Now you're talking a real division, but that feels like a really important piece that they split up for no reason. However, I've quite liked a lot of Gigi Dolan's uh, solo work in, in this angle. I feel like her promos feel very authentic. She She's doing well with this, so I will take it. Uh, I was surprised it was clean. It was almost... <laughs> It's so another one I'm like, I'm always asking for clean wins. And I think you want Tiffany Stratton to look strong. So I get the, the clean win here. But uh, I get, are we just done with with JC and GG? It feels un... It, it never feels like we got like a proper blow off to that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't. Because it's going to continue.
3: Why did not she interfere here? I don't know. Ooh. I don't know.
2: It feels like like at all. You know what I mean? You have you have JC Jane come out and at least try and distract Gigi, which is fine because Tiffany's a heel, so she benefiting from that doesn't hurt her in any way. Right. And the reason you the reason you do that tonight is so that Gigi can come out and cost JC her match next week and sure. then you just continue the feud. It's just the but it's the I way they the, book it. It's not great, but it's it's just so obviously a thing they do all the time. Yeah.
3: It also just it doesn't feel like it's
2: <sighs> going
3: use an AEW example. Because I feel like AEW watched this one too. So uh when Keith Lee and Swerve before they abandon it for Parker Boudreaux and uh trench. Uh, What I loved about it was when they were a tag team, they were working together, and then it was like, we're not on the same page. And then it was like, Swerve is doing things I'm uncomfortable with to win matches. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, no, we hate each other. This does not feel like it's progressing in a story arc that's logical. That doesn't have to be that one. You should be telling different stories. But one where it feels like the animosity is building more and more and more. Like, it's just kind of been like... You were mean to my brother this whole time a little mm-hmm. bit since the barbershop door that goes to the other corner of the ring. Right. It worked right. for Ding Dong Hello. It doesn't it work did. in most other situations because you nope. open a door touches more ring. It doesn't make any right. sense.
2: No, it's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, let's get uh let's okay, let's let's yeah, hey, we we forgot to do all of our uh greetings things that everyone sends in. Um, so uh, JW Pringle says, Good evening, amazing Alex Killer Kate, Potna, Potna, Papa Paul Elizabeth, <laughs> jamming on the one beard, uh, meat man, Jake Sourzar, sisters, Louise, and all the SGS. Hi. Uh Paul Elizabeth says, Greetings to Sir Pringle the generous, team Calix the Magnificent. Louise the Supermod, the sisters, the council, and the best community ever, the SGS. Um, I got to see
3: my dad for dinner and
2: yeah, my mom. Uh, How about that? Um, that's awesome. You uh, he have yeah, boogers?
3: Burgers. Jeez.
2: I don't know what do you guys eat. I'm upstate New York there. Gross. Wherever,
3: wherever, wherever. No. Boogers.
2: Henry the Casey says, guess who's attending the WWE? Deb, 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 no. Guess who's attending? The WBD upfronts. What should I be looking for? Says Henry the Casey. And Luis says, Send me the scoops so I can direct them to Jer- Jeremy so he can pre write the articles.
3: <laughs> Please, someone clip that and send it to Jeremy. He deserves mm-hmm.
0: it. Mm-hmm.
3: I like when my favorite is when Jeremy's like, At the Rock, are you coming to mm-hmm. WrestleMania? Please mm-hmm. let me know so I can pre write the article.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's good. He
3: deserves it. Jeremy deserves it. Yeah. Uh, what should you um, be looking for at the upfronts? Uh, probably mm-hmm. a lot about the upcoming program that you'll be seeing on the Warner Brothers Television Networks.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I would be on the lookout for. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do those things. Yeah. Something um, else. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's good. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, Orion Ben six 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 says hi, Kate. Yanks win. Meaner than evil. Alex and Luis. The Yankees win. Um. Uh. Okay. Uh, uh, um. We have a few good puns here to start with.
3: Go on. Um.
2: Uh. Um. Uh. One. L- one lieutenant photo says "Ruby red grapefruit Soho." <laughs> ruby,
3: ruby red grapefruit Soho. I'm in. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Henry the Casey says Sebastian Shawberries.
3: <laughs>
2: Peyton Carter says the American dragon fruit, Brian Danielson.
3: <laughs> That's really good. Um uh
2: uh, <laughs> uh is that a pretty instead of pretty Paul Avalon, it's pretty peach avocado. And <laughs> baroque <Barack laughs> lemon. Um and uh this is good from JD Piggle, the mango man, Randy Savage. Or you could do the macho mango too. I mean, honestly, uh, I like both. Uh, insert clever Tegan Knox pun says <laughs> Figgin Knox. This was not my best work, lol.
3: <laughs> you know what, though, considering the restrictions that you work with,
2: mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. not
2: bad. That's good. Um, uh, Lieutenant <laughs> Photo. Uh, Boom Boom Colt Cabanana.
0: Oh,
3: that's really good.
2: huh. Mr. Showtime says the Blueberry Meanie. <laughs> uh, Orion Ben uh, says Plum Breaker versus Carmellon Hayes. Uh, <laughs> Chi-Town says Tay Melon. Mr. Showtime says Tomato Paxley.
0: That's
2: Chris really Pereira good. says Jungle Boy Jackfruit Perry. Jambeard says... Droop Hudson, Fan Mango, Plum Heyman, Finn Banana. Um, Mr. Showtime says Sammy Guava Era. Wow, Guava- that's really Guava-era. good. Guava Era. Chi Town Spurs uh, says The Grape Collie. Uh, True Infamous says The Phenomenal Fruit, AJ Strawberry. <laughs> Chris Pereira says Diamond Lime, Tyler Date.
3: Very
2: good. Tama Valley says Raspberry Horowitz. (laughs) Chi Town says Plum Harujuku. Harujuku. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Jambeard says Alex Plumlowski and Kate (laughs) Elizabeth. That's us. Um, Chi Town Spurs says Jungle Jack Perry. Jungle Jack Perry.
4: Oh. nice. Uh-huh. Wait, I have one. Uh, what, do you? Yeah. Ready? Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Cherry Von Eric.
2: Very good. Very good. Thank you. Um, HB, I was
3: going to do Cherry the
2: King Lawler, but... J.B. Pringle says, H.B.K. is no longer the horrible booking kid. He's now the heart kiwi. <laughs> that sounds
3: like a uh, snapple
0: drink. <laughs> it
2: does. The, the Chris Pereira says, Farouk, a.k.a. Ron Persimmons, <laughs> uh that's good um uh, <laughs> larry b dupree's the third have with a double shot lemonoru, oru suzuki stop
3: it
2: lemonoru, <laughs>
3: oru
2: so no oh it's
3: so good
2: oh gosh you know you know who's been you know who's been eating all of his fruits and vegetables Oh. Lemonoro Suzuki.
3: A young Lemonoru Suzuki. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Look
3: at that like bone structure.
2: Oh my goodness.
3: This new look for Sonata looks very, very young Minoru Suzuki and I dig it. I'm liking yeah. his championship reign so far in the New Japan world. From what I watch, I'm am a I'm a casual New Japan watcher.
2: You could slice a tomato on those cheekbones. I I tried actually.
3: You did. Yeah. It was a weird night.
2: Um. Uh. uh Spurs says Mercedes sorbet. <laughs> sorbet. Um, uh, Jada Pringle says Mister Cranberry. <laughs>
1: Cranberry.
2: <laughs> uh, Chris Barrera says Honey Dew Drop. Very um, nice. Meet Norma says Hi Buddies, Juicy Jane and Kiwi Dolan. I'm late. You're good.
3: <laughs> You're very good. You're right on time.
2: Um, uh, uh, Henry the Casey uh, says um, <laughs> Vince McMango's NDAs of unappealing behavior.
3: Not wrong.
2: Um, and uh and then Mr. Showtime says Alex, do the voice. Uh <clears throat> shintskay banana mura. <laughs> um at Michael Dammit says Eo Skyfruit. Um uh Spurs uh says Kiwi Monito. Um, and, and Chris Pereira is my favorite so far. Papaya Shango. <laughs> and JW Pringle says this one has purple inside. Purple's a fruit. That is true. That's a, that is that's true. a Simpsons reference. Purple's a fruit. Um,
3: Guys, come on. You're better than this. It's fruit puns, not steak puns.
2: Yeah, fruit, not meat.
3: Wrong food group on the pyramid.
2: We've already we're we're at we're at we're three already did, to five servings. We, we did um meat puns for meat normas's birthday a while that
3: ago. That is correct.
2: Uh oh Kenneth Kenneth adopted it into the you can't escape, but Mr. Kennedy did it first as called the Green Bay Plunge. Okay. The roll the roll the rolling uh forward senton.
3: rolling forward sent on into the thing.
2: Yeah, there we go. That's um, what I'm calling it. Right. It's the so weird park. I'm not a
3: professional commentator.
2: Mm-hmm. There was a... <laughs> the rolling forward
3: sent on into the thing.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. Um, uh, a trick, Trick Williams was in the barbershop. He was. He was. The uh, He was there. Carmelo was there. Carmelo's not fully cleared yet, so he's not allowed to be there. His, Reds are still hurting. Correct. Trick Williams is going to, he's got to do this. Your, your, your big thing you got to do is a battleground. The thing I have to do is tonight. And I don't want to, I don't want to see you get hurt. So you, you stay here at the barbershop. Just hang out here for hours while I go and, and, and and beat up Braun Breaker.
3: I will say, do you want to just go through all the little vignette thingies? Because I thought bronze was actually really good.
2: Uh, the one backstage. Yeah. Yes. He said the barbershops
3: uh, are always fun. I like it.
2: Mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm.
3: it also a nice justification for why Carmelo isn't there tonight. Like it's good that they went out of their way to explain that. Um, but I feel like bronze past two promos are the most comfortable seeming he's felt in his entire Mm -hmm. run that we've seen him like Mm -hmm. he is really settling into this heel character and it's the most natural he sounded and it's not cartoonish and it's not weird fishing vignettes and it's not Mm -hmm. overly amped up whatever like this feels like because he's so believably a guy that would want to go out there and kick people's asses um like him just having a small enough reason to do so is super believable and the volume of his voice was very controlled and i'm really liking kind of the shades of what we saw last week that you pointed out that you liked i felt like that carried over into tonight about him he's almost one of those guys that's a little scarier when he's not mm-hmm. so amped up when he is super controlled mm-hmm. I, I really liked that and i i thought the main event was definitely tricks best match that we've seen him in um but the the way it was set up was very logical and good, and it's encouraging to see this from Braun because I was like, just call the guy up already. What are we doing with this heel run? But I think he's settling into something really nice, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad he's sticking around to explore it a little bit more.
2: Um, I did think it was very funny um, where uh, where he where he he said the thing he said was well they Mackenzie asked him well, why the uh, why the change in attitude. You know, it's, it's, this thing happened like six weeks ago. You're just getting around to asking him this now, <laughs> McKenzie. What a fantastic journalist you are.
4: Hey, guys. Have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made, and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to MyMorningKick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's MyMorningKick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile,
2: But uh, he says she's oh, really no...
0: good, though. But it is she's, they gave her dumb she's things great. To say they gave her
2: dumb things to say. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, but anyway, he says, "Oh, there's no change in attitude," uh, and then he proceeds to say, "There's just been an entirely different change of attitude." <laughs> like he says, there's no change in attitude, and then lists off all the ways he's entirely different now. I was like, well, that that constitutes a change of attitude, bro. He's
3: just like, I hate it here, and I hate everybody here. I mean, and everybody this, sucks this is who, this <laughs> is a guy who
2: this is a guy who had meaner than evil written on the back of his singlet, so he obviously doesn't understand words very well. But, Correct, you know, he does not. But yeah, uh, but I no, I I I did, I did appreciate the tone of this, um, and also just love him being fed up with everybody. Um, and uh just like i'm gonna put him in the same hospital i put you in uh was good like andy said great. hospital
3: win for normal yes, jargon
2: win, win for normal jargon um and uh i I'm, I'm also a sucker for um the big bad um horribly injures the best i'm a sucker for that in movies um uh, it it's it always gets me in the feels um, it's always like a, oh now he has to now he has to get revenge because because his best friend has been hurt by this very same bad guy it's the it's the blood sport phenomenon um well that's but, yeah, what i also just great. love
3: about um stables in general like that's when AEW first started and it was evident it was going to be a stable heavy promotion i was mm-hmm. excited because i really like stable heavy things because the most natural thing in the world is like hey, you kicked my friend's ass. Now I want to kick your ass because why would you mm-hmm. kick my friend's ass? That's a super yep. logical, easy, clean way to start setting up feuds, right? So mm-hmm. um, happy to see that, but yeah, I'm, I'm liking this from Braun, man. This is good stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about your friend, Nathan Frazier, and whatever the <laughs> hell this is? Because I don't know what this is. I don't. Know what the, I don't know what we're doing with this guy.
3: Wait, wasn't this at the end of the show, though? Or are you just trying
2: you're to needed. get out of the way? No, you're back. No, but you're you, you said you wanted to do all the backstage stuff. So I was like, okay, all backstage stuff. Oh, i I meant as far as the oh, the main event, oh, like okay, condensing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess we'll get back to this weird Nathan Fraser does Alex <laughs> Jones segment later. It's
3: so weird. Um
2: so so weird. Um yeah, so I guess you we'll know, we'll we'll get we'll get back to it. Um uh, yeah, so we got uh, Gallus versus the Dyad. Before the match, um, before the match, we um, we got, if you're of a certain age and you see a cult guy um, wearing uh, big, like covers most of his face glasses, you, you, ha- you have like a visceral memory of all the photos of Dave Koresh that came out in the sure. early 90s. And it's a very, very specific set of glasses. These ones happen to have a yellow tint in them. Um, but uh, that was just
3: from uh, the Ge- party city masks.
2: <laughs> Joe jo- jo- Joe jo Gacy is being like, um, uh, Ava Rain, I took your advice, and I will not be accompanying you to ringside. I have my own uh, things I must accomplish. Like his weird, like half, like weird. Back and is very odd. Um, uh, anyway, so the match happens. It's really good because um, Jagger Reed, aka James Drake, tweeted out um, uh, We'll always uh, give our all for you. And kind of like acknowledging, We don't want to be here.
3: Right. right.
2: They're doing this thing putting us on TV more than we've been for the past year because we asked for our release thinking it's going to make us want to stay. We don't want to be here, but if we're asking us to go out and have a match, we're going to wrestle the best match we possibly can. That's awesome. Good for them. And also just, just let them go, you know, just book a story reason why Joe Gacy kicks him out of the group and they let him, let him leave. Let them leave. They don't need to be there anymore.
3: Not before Wembley. They're not going anywhere. (laughs) That thing sold 60,000 tickets without a card. They're not helping out the competition. But uh, good on them. Very professional to do work on the way out. And only looks better for when you do sign your next contract somewhere else. Like you'd be very Mm -hmm. in demand. The more I think about their next steps, the more I feel like, man... There's some fun stuff happening in that ROH tag division that would mm-hmm. be phenomenal for them. Uh them versus Aussie Open is a dream match in my brain. Mm. Uh I would love to see a lot of teams that are out there and what they can do on the um this kind of more I mean, open open market. Like there's endless ones that I want to see. Like
2: the the when when GYV were winning the tag titles in NXT UK, the first that they beat mustache mountain oh. to become the first ever nxt uk tag champions i was watching these guys and i was like man i'd love to see these dudes face the revival because that was when that when the revival was the revival yeah and now they're the F- ftr like I, that's never gone out of my brain like just oh. they're they're both so damn like it honestly it feels like they communicate telepathically Between the tag partners, it's so fun to like watch them, like absolute perfect timing. Where this guy's gotta be here, and if he's not here right now, the whole match falls apart, and they're always there. That's 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 FTR and that's GYV. And um, I'm I was I was happy to see this. Um, uh, I there because I thought they might have been doing. The, the the FTR revival thing where they were like, oh, uh, you guys want your release? No, 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 don't go anywhere. Here, we'll give you the tag titles for a couple of weeks. Like, I thought they might have done that here just as a weird reactionary thing. So I was watching the match going like with some some of the near falls thinking this might be possible. When everything broke down, we're like, Adi Nile is backstage watching the match and uh, the, the Creed boys put on blue Masks, yes, yeah, and and she has like PTSD and runs down to the ring, um, uh, and um, and then she attacks Ava Rain, and then everybody else is down there. Like, uh, there's a there's a whole rigmarole happening on the outside. I was like, this could honestly benefit either team. You ever know who who could happen when all this stuff is happening on the outside? Um, but the Gallus wins. And there you go.
3: And there you go. Um, this was a, a perfectly good match. I didn't think this was gonna go either way, just because I like if they also have GYV on like level up and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm <laughs> I'm a little less optimistic. I think they're just gonna be used kind of as workhorses, but I I wouldn't be too, too stunned to see them have gone over. I just think it'll probably be built up to a bigger spot for Gallus here, but really, really fun match. Like, not as fun as your impression of Gallus, but really good stuff. Uh, but nothing is. So that's an unfair expectation, I guess. But uh, so,
2: yeah, but Gallus wins. And then Joe Coffee gets in the match. gets in the ring with the two guys. He's like, hey, boys, you, you're thinking what I'm thinking? Poop, pint, <laughs> drink, 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 drink. I was like, like, it's just a little
3: too much, a little heavy handed, <laughs> but it's NXT. Um, Everything is, but it's so. NXT,
2: and um, but then they get confronted by um, uh, the the creeds, um, who uh, then the gals is like, It's champions only, we'll go to the pub by our and they go, Um, uh, and then what is that champions
3: only, pub? Like, if they showed up there, would they be like, I'm sorry, do you have your ID and your title with you?
2: Yeah, they're, they, uh, they're, they're there, and they're drinking, right, um, and celebrating having won the match. This is much later in the program, but uh, Tony D and Stax come in, and uh, they're very personable, very respectful, because that's how it worked the last time, when it was just um, the other Gallus boys, Wolfgang and, and Mark. Um, they came in. They did a little negotiation. They left with a match you know for the tag titles um and so i want to do that again but joe brings out this weird sawed off club thing uh and threatens him with it and like that's not how it's going to no. i'm here so i make all the decisions for my boys and you're not getting the title match and get out of here um and so uh tony d bristles at this he's like hey wait come over and make a deal eh uh and then uh i didn't realize this was a scottish bar <laughs> because like everybody everybody, uh, yeah all all the time um like a bunch of dudes behind stacks and tony d stand up and they're like hey you're not allowed to make make vague vague threatening gestures at our friends who are in canon the coffee brothers and wolfgang like it was very odd like he's got tony d needs more dudes like honestly, yeah. when those guys stood up, I thought they might have been Tony D's
3: plants. Like, yeah, I kind of thought that too. That
2: those guys came in and were casing the place out, and one texted Tony D and said, "Yeah, they're here." And Tony D comes in and says, "These are my friends. This is Tony, Anthony, and uh, and Mark, and the other guy as well. I forget your name. Was that Carmine?" Okay, <laughs> all of who, are you, we're gonna beat you up. Like I don't know that we're gonna do that, but no, um, they he needs to he needs to have more guys. Tony D should have a faction of five dudes. Like him, Stax, and three other guys. They should run the numbers game on everybody.
3: Yeah, it's just, like, it's uh, it's the mob. So do that. And didn't they set up the creeds with a feud in the bar playing darts?
2: Right, but also then Tony D and, <clears throat> and and Stax came in and I'm like, hey, I do, you guys just want to have a uh, regular tag match? How about a three-way? Like it was that kind of thing.
3: I haven't decided yet if I love or hate the idea of Gala setting up all of their feuds at the bar.
2: Honestly, I don't that mind. That could
3: be super fun or real bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know yet. I'm here for it, though. So far, I'm yeah. here for it.
2: Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't mind it, but um, uh, so far the one guy who we all fe- seem to think is the perfect fit to be another dude in there is doing his own thing, which involves getting beaten up by Von Wagner for some reason. Alpha Bill, we are doing fruit puns. Alpha Bill is asking, are we doing puns? The answer of all is always yes. Fruit Tonight puns. it's fruit puns. Fruit puns. Um. So. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't know how I don't know where this is going exactly. But I do know that um, the dyad versus the creeds is happening next week.
3: Yes. Hmm. In ring that should be real fun. That's always been the Uh, the stumbling point that we're at.
2: Right. Jane Beard (laughs) says Tony needs that one guy I told you about. Looks like he's a real life mobster. Yes, it's Luca Crucifino. I think. Yeah. Um, He had a match versus um, versus Tyler Bate last week. I think on level up, um, he wrestles in a waist waistcoat, tie, and slacks. Yes, yeah. his, his, his his Luca Cristofino Esquire. He's a lawyer. Um, just get rid of all that shtick. Put him in a leather jacket, hundred uh, percent, and a white t-shirt. Make him like call him Luca. That's all you got to do. Is this is my boy Stax? Might have bought a Luca. Like hey, we're gonna like it's honestly, it's it's perfect. Well, it's a perfect there's a
3: virtue. fun story of him getting like one in to the faction like that could be really fun if they do it but when yeah. you showed me his picture i was like immediately yes well like, i don't even <laughs> know
2: why he's just why is he yes. not yet why like when he finally showed like, when he walked into the pc for the first time tony d should have been like you i want him this guy like it's very obvious yeah. um julie cutler's here it says banana jas
3: <laughs> that's very good hi julie um, she's so sweet.
2: So, oh, this is so good. I got to do this one too. Uh, this one's from Twitch, the Grape Muda. Come on, people. <laughs> How have we not done Grape Muda? That's not that first time it's going up. Grape really Muda. Good. Um, uh, so let's talk about that guy and his involvement in the show tonight, which is ridiculous. Why call up Von Wagner as a free agent? to immediately delve into his background as a storyline on NXT. When, as I will remind you, the last match he had, he lost. And the stipulation was, if he lost, Robert Stone would no longer have anything to do with him. And two weeks since then, Robert Stone has had many things to do with him. What are we doing?
3: Alex <laughs> When we left our heroes last week <laughs> mm. they were angry at each other Father mm. actor was like no I don't want to talk about it mm-hmm. and they just didn't really revisit it they were like what's your favorite ice cream like this no, was
2: they, so- they, they did They did tonight, but they. But it was like Robert Stone pulling a fast one on him. It was like I gotta learn more about you. Tell me your favorite things in these categories, and he goes burger. (laughs) And I assumed he was going to like drop the name of a restaurant where he gets burgers. You know, like not say maybe you can't say Five Guys because unless you've got to deal with them or something, but like that's for um, New Japan, just whatever. Like yeah, whatever. Like or whatever. But like he says burger bacon burger fries oh that's tough chili cheese fries like who like when when somebody says what's your favorite fries like they're not asking what kind of fry usually they're asking where do you go to get the best fries that you eat um, and it's a very I don't odd know thing.
3: if I've ever been asked in like a lightning round capacity.
2: That's true. It is lightning round capacity, it's true. <laughs> like, what right. on so, earth was this? So then he says, um, ice cream. He says, oh, chocolate chip mint. No, nope. cookies and cream all day. Well, if it's all day, you wouldn't have said chocolate chip mint. You know what I mean?
3: And you would not be able to wrestle, even for where he's at. All day ice cream is not a healthy lifestyle Um, for But
2: but then Robert Stone says, okay, good. Mine's pistachio. Now, what do you see when you look at this photo? And he shows him the same photo of the very small child with a scar on his head. And and, um, Vaughn says, Stone, I told you, I don't want to. And then... Luca Crucifino, who we've never been introduced to on the main roster, he's just a dude who shows up and says, hey, Vaughn, I don't mean to interrupt, but if you're looking to get ahead, huh? And then the hot chick who's with him says, that's not funny. Um, And it made me... I I thought he had said something about her, but then I realized, oh, no, no, she doesn't like that he's making a joke at the expense of the... There's no way that she... Or he could have seen the photo that Robert Stone was holding up to Von Wagner. So him seeing it and immediately, within two seconds, making a joke about it doesn't make any sense. Somehow, that is not the thing that makes the least sense on this episode (laughs) of NXT. In
3: the prop world, particularly. But we'll we'll talk about it. That spot was... It was super creative. So I, I hate, like, I don't like to rip on things that I rarely see or haven't seen in wrestling before. Um, the execution of it wasn't great, but it it was so close to being incredibly cool. Uh, this was just not... Like, you announce him as a free agent. His main roster appearance was standing next to someone on SmackDown where only Sami Zayn acknowledged him and that was even only with a side glance of like you could I acknowledge this guy or uh, it, I, I don't i don't know what they're expecting to see from Von Wagner at this point I in the game i, I, I don't, don't know either. if they know what they're looking for in him
2: it's very well weird. i i thought they were going to try and do something like hey let's let's find a way to like squeeze out a personality out of this guy and they were going to have him be like um, like some kind of more comedy thing. Like see if, see if we can actually handle doing something that's not just like uh, me big, me smash. Like is there something else to him? But instead of doing like some weird like tugging at the heartstrings thing. Like that that eventually Robert Stone is going to draw out of him a story about how he had brain surgery as a child. And this is going to make us like, well, I feel really bad for the guy. And now I want to see him suck at wrestling on my TV more often. Like, I don't understand. Like, what that's a thing. Like he's, I mean, this is the thing is that Omos is one of the night, the greatest dudes you'll ever see what he wants what he what he does for his home nation of Nigeria and his family it's awesome it doesn't change the fact that I don't think he's good at wrestling like there's this, like it's a you can say that guy's cool personally and also that guy's bad in the ring and I don't want to see him sure. just like I can say that guy's a piece of trash in real life but in the ring he can really go and there's a thing, it's like, do you, does that make me want to watch him less or more? I'm not really sure. Whatever. It's weird. Uh, I,
3: I just can't imagine this is going anywhere good. And he's no, not I either he's not winning along the way. Like he hasn't <laughs>
0: like mm-hmm.
3: doesn't have wins. Robert Stone doesn't bandage winners.
2: this idea like
3: i think it was supposed to be a play of like the criticism of von wagner in real life is like like robert Stone had said you're a come tuesday meme like what do you really have in you Mm -hmm. but like if -hmm. you're gonna do that and lean into it and the answer continues to be like usually that reveal i feel like is done by like super serious, big, angry wrestler guy, and then you find out he's a world-class ukulele player. Like, that's the Mm -hmm. way WWE likes to do stuff. But, like, you have not built him up to be credible enough or intimidating enough or anything other than human ambient enough where that big reveal pays off in some way. So it feels like they're now trying to backtrack that. They're going to reveal something serious about him from when he was a child, and they're going to do zero creative effort to make that relate to him as an adult wrestler, which is going to be maddening for you and for me. Because yeah, him yeah. having brain surgery as a child, assuming his brain is just fine. Yeah. Hope you watch out for the concussions. I don't know what else to tell you. Like
0: no, it, it doesn't.
3: Agree. It doesn't change much unless we get some amazing monologue from him that pulls at the heartstrings. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm not holding my breath on that.
2: Uh, Jake Sowersar says the sharp break kid does it again. Um, and, uh, Beard says, speaking of free agents, bring Ali to NXT, him versus Wesley and him versus Carmelo sound like fantastic matches. Don't they just, man, I Thanks. pitched, I pitched at Ali coming to NXT years ago when I was like, the, he never got a shot. He never got to, he never got to wrestle in front of the, like those crowds that would pop huge for his shit. He always had to wrestle. In front of disinterested main roster stuff in the middle of a match where he's got it like, oh, I guess I got to fill three minutes against this random dude or a, a two hundred five live when he would somehow bring a crowd to life that was literally asleep after SmackDown. Like, I, I always I've been wanting this forever and and I just I have to I have to give up on it. So we gonna happen um, Yeah, there's a
3: whole bunch of guys on the main roster I'd like to see Mustafa against,
2: but
3: mm-hmm. we will see. Um,
2: Uh, uh, so um. Hey, uh, there's a mystery hacker, or no? She's just a person who she's the uh she attacked. She's a parking lot
3: assailant.
2: She's the she's the NXT parking lot assailant. She attacked Nikita Lyons out there. She attacked Wendy Chu out there. She attacked Sol Ruka in the back. I guess it was raining that day and they couldn't film out in the parking lot. Um. I say again, has anyone asked Wendy Chu if she saw anything? Because, like, she's the one person who hasn't been sent away for a year to do rehab. She's actively wrestling on Level Up tonight. Um, somebody should, like, put a microphone instead of one One friend of Wendy Chu and say, hey, so this person who attacked you, do you see who it was? And she'd be like, oh, yeah, it was Blair Davenport. Like, honestly, I would love if that's how we found out. In, like, a month amazing. and a half... And a month and a half, Mackenzie goes, "Hey, oh, uh, what did you? Uh, uh, I never asked you. Did you see who attacked you in the parking lot? It's like, oh yeah, it's Blair Davenport.
0: Yeah,
2: I like I've been waiting for somebody to come and ask me. Yeah, right like a voice idea. It is totally <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, there's a there's a hooded figure who's watching videotape of all this, uh, looking very hackery. Of course, I don't know. Yeah.
3: It's got to be Blair Davenport, right?
2: Yep. Yeah. It's it, it, as as uh, Luis says, it's Lady Scripps. Um, Ooh,
3: Lady Scripps. Mm-hmm. Lady Ventura. Yep. Lady I, I don't
2: know. It'd be fun, but I don't think so. Um, uh, Duke Hudson defends the honor of Thea Hale versus Javier Bernal. For some reason, um, yeah, this is the, this is the whole the weird thing. I don't like is uh, th- they're just uh, they're doing an Andre Chase off TV for a few weeks storyline, or is he like injured and they actually want to take a look at something for a bit? Like I don't I don't know what it is, but this whole thing this is what I hate about it. Because uh, I really like Duke Hudson. I don't I don't give a shit either way about Javier Bernal. His character is entirely inconsequential. Um, uh, I like Duke Hudson, Uh, his thing of like, you know, whether or not he actually really likes being in charge of Chase U, Duke U, I mean Chase U, um, is, I guess, something to do. Um, But then Vic Joseph says, one thing's for sure, no matter what, we all know that Duke Hudson learned everything he knows from Andre Chase. And I'm like, that's just fucking false. Because this is a dude who had a career before he even came here. He didn't meet Andre Chase like till like six months ago. Um, I I hate when I am lied to by the by the by the commentary. Oh, press. I hate it.
3: Yeah, so, but I think if we're trying to buy into the idea that Chase U is like I, a wrestling history school, though, I don't think he necessarily met everything. I'm
2: you. not trying to buy into that idea. Well, that idea wrestling. is stupid.
3: Yeah. I mean it's wrestling i didn't take it as like he taught him everything to know about how to I be know. a wrestler in the ring um thea hale being her crazy little self and like almost auxiliary chopping someone <laughs> actually popped me huge yeah. uh yeah javi hasn't hasn't found it yet uh whatever this Character is supposed to be. This was different from the goofy stuff he was doing with Mackenzie Mitchell, which I think is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I really, really like Duke Hudson. Like he's, he's really good. I think this is fun. I think he. Ever since the first layer of me being able to get my head around this more than you was when they made it translate to a wrestling ring. The second layer of it has been Duke Hudson being kind of the catalyst for it and in mm-hmm. control. And so I'm I'm warming up to it more and more with that. It still doesn't fully make sense, but it makes sense in a way that, like how wrestling things don't make sense. So I can get into it a little bit more and, like Duke Hudson, walk c- continues to walk this line very well of chase Duke you. I mean chase you. Mm. Like Mm -hmm. playing this, which side of the line am I on? Like when Mm -hmm. Mr. Chase comes back, am I going to give him the reins or am I not? Like he is executing that well. So it's still not my favorite thing in the world, but they continue to make progress with making it make sense in a professional wrestling framework, which is mostly what I ask for and where to come by in NXT. Most things don't make sense here.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, Eddie Thorpe defeated Damon Camp. This is good. This was
3: really good.
2: This is better than has any right to be where it is on the card. But, like, uh, Kemp, I think, proved a lot in the stuff with the Creeds that he's ready to – he's not ready to, like, carry something on his own, but he can be a serious number two in a tag. Um, And um, it's just weird, like, um, uh, that he just went away for a while and now he's back, but he's doing this thing with Eddie Thorpe where he's definitely supposed to be on losing end of this feud. Um, and, uh, I don't know what the plans are for that guy, but I definitely see him being serviceable for a good while and getting better and better. And Eddie Thorpe is really good. Like, really? um, so this was, this was good. And like, um, Damon Kemp disrespecting Eddie Thorpe by saying, Hey, throw this water bottle away for me. And then Eddie Thorpe taking umbrage with it, and they get one match out of it, which Eddie Thorpe wins. Is is it's the middle of the first hour of NXT special, where we did we did the thing last week, set up this match, this match happens, and there's a an eighty percent chance that that's just it. You know what I mean? Cause-
3: I think they might try and build it because they also were like leaning into some young boy shit right so there's Mm -hmm. they at least have the opportunity to i thought the match was really good like damon kemp is moving really well and eddie thorpe man i'd seen him a little bit on on the indies but not enough that i feel confident to speak to his abilities but after tonight like his striking was really crisp and Mm -hmm. he is a really good blend of athleticism but very hard hitting like it's really really fun to watch him and they just had good in ring chemistry like
0: mm-hmm. i think
3: you're right and that the young boy in the story was probably leading the match a little bit more in a way um right. but i i thought kemp looked really good like he's a he's a bigger dude and he moved pretty all right so this was uh kind of like a sleeper too i wasn't expecting a mm-hmm. ton out of it but it ended up being yeah. a really good match in a in a pretty decent episode so i'll take it yeah
2: uh, we got back-to-back good things because we got Ilya Dragunov versus Dijak, which was great for as long as they let it last. Um, but Ilya chops were ooh, fucking ooh. brutal. Like, you you tell me, hey, we're going to get Ilya Dragunov versus Dijak, and they want to kill each other. I'm like, I'll sign up for that yes. seven days in a row. Um, uh, <clears throat> this, this has uh, undercard... Of battleground written all over it, mm-hmm. especially after the 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 finish here, which is just Dijak saying screw it. I'm just gonna uh just run over the ref with it with my chair to hit die jack with the chair. Um and the ref he deliberately got himself DQ. Um because it's not about wins and losses, it's about justice. <laughs>
0: um
2: also I gotta say, I don't know, like one of those things where um do you know when I am uh paying attention to the TV the least watching NXT? Is during entrances. Like okay. it's you know what I mean? Like it's never anything interesting. Did like, once you, you see...
3: miss Ilya's fashion tonight? Then, I
2: I, I guess had he had fashion.
3: A, a really nice cape. Really. Nice well, he always has. A, he always has a nice cape. Was it like a, a really cape? nice red and black? Oh, okay. Dramatic. I don't know. Yeah. It was, oh, wow. it was. It was. It was fashion um.
2: Tonight. Um. But i mi- I must have missed. Uh, Dijak doing the full Sin City entrance. <laughs> Would like I've oh, seen no. I've seen him come out in black and white and everything. Um, but I like that they, they've actually done some stuff graphically to the screen to make it look like the, the stylized black and white comic book style of Sin City. And then, uh, his name is in the, is in the red Sin City font on top of the, on top of that. And I had never, I had never seen that before. Um, and I was like, is this the first time he's done that? And, uh, D- DM to me and said, I've been doing this since vengeance day. I was like, well, then I'm dumb because I just haven't, <laughs> I haven't paid attention to your interest, Mr. Dijack. I'm sorry about that, but it's badass because, listen, 2005, <laughs> 2005 is, was, was, a, was, a, was a very interesting time. Like, Sin City was like a thing that came out in 2005 and it was absolutely of the era of the mid aughts. We're like, let's do this really art housey, like super CGI thing with Benicio del Toro and and Mickey Rourke and Clive Owen and Bruce Willis and like it's just it was just this great thing. And I haven't thought about that movie in a decade, but sure. in two thousand five when I saw it, it was like this is this is cinema. This is cinema.
3: I Man. like how much he just kind of leans into the tropes that he's outlined. Like he's very it's, at times it's felt very like '80s action hero y type stuff. Like the the Sin City stuff for sure. Like it's. Mm-hmm it's fun when everybody creates their worlds, right? Like ROH is doing everything it can to make it feel like a sport. NXT, let's be real, the wheels are off. Like, it's a wild and wacky world. Sometimes you get some fun stuff, sometimes you get some really not great stuff, but there's certainly no container, we can say that about it. So abuse it go to the fullest extent of the law with it lean in if you're gonna lean in like Mm -hmm. lean in hard and die jack has done that but he he knows that there's a time and a place for that which i appreciate because in the ring it he's not goofing around it's very real it's very um feels like he's there to to kick ass and deliver justice Mm -hmm. um and him and Dragonoff just had it, whatever it that whatever that thing is, whatever that and, chemistry thing and is. And when they actually
2: ha- when they actually booked them to have a full length match with a finish that's not an intentional DQ, it's going to be one of the matches of the month, if not the year, because these two guys can absolutely go. For um,
3: sure. And I, I I don't like DQs, but this one did serve a bigger story. I'll say that. No, no, like if you're no, gonna do one, this one works.
2: As soon as it happens, you go, Well, this is gonna be on the battle the battleground card, and sure. it's gonna be it's gonna be a contender for match of the night for sure. Um, um but uh then the then the beatdown happened. And, and, uh, and listen, it
3: breaks my heart to to not talk warmly about it because it the attempt of it was really cool, but the execution just wasn't really cool.
2: It's the thing is that they he takes the the ring steps. From where they are because the ring steps are, are hollow. I don't know if everybody knows this. Ring steps are hollow. They usually hit them, but they're like it's metal. So I it's guess
3: steel. they're steel. They're but, solid. Steel.
2: But they're not solid, they are hollow. Like they're hollow. You can see when people pick them up, they're hollow. So they're hollow. And he takes them and puts them like over sideways. He brings them around. And there's a there's a there's like a, a trapezoid cut in it so that sing rings, the 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 ring steps. Can fit around the ring post. Okay. So, so that it's there. And and then, and then, and then he puts Dilly Dragunov on the ground and then he like tilts it over. So the trapezoidal cutout is going over his chest. Um, and if he, if Dragunov laid on his back, the trapezoidal cutout would come out about eight inches above his chest. Yeah. So um, uh, he has to twist into it and kind of push his ribs up against it. Um, dude is out here straight up playing make-believe as as Dijak climbs up onto it and like the added weight of Dijak is supposed to crush him. Like we already saw him do a really cool, like I'm crushing your ribs thing with him with the garage door because yeah. the garage door was actually making contact with his ribs. Like it's one of those things of like, it. it to me it looked so, so silly. That, like, the whole thing, all the illusion of it just went away. I I love these two dudes, and I'm really excited for this feud. And I think their match, when they really get it, especially if it's going to be at a takeover type of thing, is going to be awesome. I just hate having to watch, like, Ilya Dragunov, like my daughter who slides under the coffee table and has to (laughs) pretend like it's crushing her. Like, she's out there just, like, playing pretend.
3: Yeah. I, it's such a, it was a creative idea. And the other thing is drag just not that big of a dude. He's it's just not. shredded, but yeah. he's a tinier mm-hmm. dude. Um, so like, just from a body mass perspective, he wasn't mm-hmm. gonna kind of fell in that gut out, but I always appreciate when there's something I either haven't seen him wrestling before, or haven't seen in a long time in wrestling mm-hmm. before. I remember Randy Orton doing some really cool stuff with steel stairs. Um, mm-hmm. especially when I first started watching, like in 09, like when he was in Legacy, he was using steel stairs on everybody. Yeah. But I don't know if I've seen him used like this. And the part, I, get, I completely get what you're saying, and I agree. But I prefer that type of creativity, especially because they have the story of yeah. him isolating the ribs. And mm-hmm. when you're not looking at um, Dragunov and you looked at Dijak, the, mm. the facial expression, mm. I was like, oh man, if this was, if that gap was just filled in a little more, this would be amazing. Mm-hmm. But, yep. but Jack climbing those stairs in the opposite direction and the maniacal look on his face. Oh, mm-hmm. I loved that part so much. If they could just, yep. if Dragon Off was just a little fluffier or yeah. better.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> It would have been no, perfect. He was but... he was out there selling the hell out of he it. Was trying, I'll he, was much, he was trying to tell you that much. He was trying so hard. And I was like his
3: body up.
0: Ilya, just roll over on your back. You'll be I fine, know. dude. You're gonna scoot um,
2: out like a Looney yeah. Tune. <laughs> he he li- literally could have just 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 scooted out of it and not even been in there anymore. Uh that would have been funny. such a funny spot if
3: Dijack's like still up there, like ah, <laughs> and he's like hey.
2: Trying, it just, I just waves it goes
3: to the back, I, doesn't even... I'm try. good.
2: Thanks, though. Uh, Tyler Bate burns a lot of incense while he meditates. Yes. And, and, and Wesley thinks it smells like pot.
3: Weed jokes.
2: More um, uh, weed jokes. I
3: haven't yep. been around this uh, since I was hanging out with Riddle.
2: Hanging out with Riddle. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler Bate and uh, Charlie Dempsey... Uh, have ourselves a a good little match um, that uh, then then ends up being like Joe Gacy. Oh, the thing he was doing for himself was to come down and confront Wesley. And Drew Gulak does not like that somebody else is out here to confront uh, Wesley. And in the the ring, uh, Tyler Bate, a very smart wrestler, is stupid in this match and ends up getting dragon suplexed and pinned by Charlie Dempsey. Um,
3: he sold the shit out of that dragon suit. Sure.
2: Place. Yeah. yeah. Um, um. I. I. I love Tyler Bate, and I really like Char- Charlie Dempsey. And I liked what I was watching this match, and then you know the the thing at the end. And I just was like, ah, yeah, okay. Um. Uh, I I will say update. Uh. Uh. On my Xfinity. Uh. Thing. Well, like there's a little like a little rectangle that like that i don't know that NXT like is too small for it. no no the the NXT like sends uh, like a little poster basically of the top people and and when you click on i want to watch NXT there's a little poster of the top people in NXT for a while Seray was on it and i was like this is when she was like out for a really long time and she's not there anymore Um, it's, it's been, that's been like two posters ago. I forget what the last one was, but this one has Roxanne, Tiffany, Mello, Braun, Wesley and Tyler Bate.
0: So Tyler Bate is
2: like one one of the six on the poster. And I'm like, I hope this isn't a Saray thing where like you anticipated (laughs) her being a major part of the show. And then she just wasn't. I'm hoping oh, that's not a that's not a thing with Tyler Bate, but Tyler Bate uh versus Wesley at Battleground needs to be the plan here. Um uh I I just there's only two more shows between now and then, and Joe Gacy wants a part of it, and Drew Gulak wants a part of it. And I don't need it like just West just Wesley versus just Tyler yeah. Bate is in a one-on-one match, and give him 20 minutes to to mess around could be great. Um, I don't need another like Hey, let's put six dudes and like I don't I don't need any any more of those.
3: No, yeah. and I would even argue that Wesley should probably have a one-on-one defense where it's not
0: yeah.
2: Like
3: I I feel like it's been a, a triple threat and yeah. a multi-med match. Like we've seen a lot of that. I would like mm-hmm. to see Wesley in a built story with one other mm-hmm. competitor, would not uh be mm-hmm. mad about a title change there. I feel like no. the timing isn't bad for Wesley to drop, and I feel mm-hmm. like Tyler Bate would be a great great fit for a next north american champion like I, I think that's a really nice position for him on the card i think it's a really great place for him to give some other people some great matches while doing great work himself mm-hmm. so wouldn't hate that idea and also just kind of craving that wesley like one-on-one story if we can mm-hmm. get it that would be that would be refreshing
2: well is telling me the current roster poster uh, consists of everybody that i was talking about but not tyler bait and instead uh cora which is like the worst trade ever for me. Mm, yeah. But it, it. Uh, I'm just saying what uh, I don't know where it is elsewhere. But on my Xfinity like app that I'm on when I go click NXT, that's the thing it's on. I that's RAW right. has like Becky and Seth and Cody. No well, Bobby Lashley, but they got to update that shit because he's on SmackDown now. Yeah. <laughs> And Cody, They're not yeah. always
3: great with it. Remember no. when they had a Saudi Arabia pay-per-view and they mm. were like, Sasha Banks! And they were like, she walked out mm. five months nope. ago. Not, not happening.
2: Whatever. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you're more likely to get Yokozuna to show up to your Saudi <laughs> pay-per-view. Just That'll you know.
3: never not be funny.
2: Yep. Um, so, uh, there's a Dragon Lee interview um, where they show film of uh, Noam Dar's being like, Come on, my talk show next week. Alicia it's Hawks. called. It's it's called <laughs> Noam Talks, but it's not. But it should. It it's called. Should. Super, it's, it's 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 called Supernova uh, Sessions, uh, but it should be called Noam Talks. Um, but yeah,
3: it should be called that. Also, like we just don't need that many talk shows. We don't need mm-hmm. Nathan Fraser. And mm-hmm. this,
2: yeah, Nathan. Nathan Fraser doing this weird. um I don't I even like. Like, I, it's just so. The odd. kids are I, saying it's
3: a John Oliver.
2: It's so not. Thing. These people, the, the kids who are saying that are not watching John Oliver. They're saying that because he's British. Like, there's a hundred ways you could do a John Oliver ripoff. This is not one of them.
3: Well, and you shouldn't, because John Oliver's segments are extremely long. That would be a terrible idea. He goes, part of what I like about John Oliver is he's like, I'm going to go very into depth on this one thing. You can't do that on a wrestling program. That's like a half hour. Um, So Noam Dar is great. And I think really quickly he has found kind of the bliss point that you don't get a lot with NXT. Carmelo has it of character and gimmick like fusing a little bit where it it kind of leans into the uh exaggerated style that nxt loves to have but it feels authentic enough and like you're still hearing from an actual human being (laughs) which is i don't know if i've seen anybody unlock it that fast like he carmel is probably pretty close like he Mm. he figured it out pretty early but like that's a really tough cross-section to hit, especially with the world Mm -hmm. that he comes from, because it's not a gimmicky one. Um, Really, really hit the nail on the head, even with just like this smaller thing. I don't know what to tell you about this Nathan Fraser thing. I felt like they had a indie version of John Cena on their hands with his big entrance and his happy-go-luckiness and whatever. Uh, This talk show thing is, I think they're trying to dig more into his personality because his, I've said he's almost just like a golden retriever, but I didn't mean that in a bad way. I love golden retrievers. Like, he just has that, like, very happy to be here innocence about him. Um, I think you should have probably maybe stayed leaning into that and just let him be great in the ring. I don't know. This was, like, bad cable news talk show meets QTV. Like, it it doesn't...
2: yeah, it it feels like some dude set up a green screen in his basement and is trying to do like a little you know uh here's 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 the news with my tilt on it uh thing, you know? And and 90% of those are like really weird like, you know, the lizard people are coming, you know? <laughs> things so okay that
3: i'm actually here for if it's like a if it's full-blown conspiracy theory a la our friends i mean
2: for perhaps but you know he just like i'm i'm from jersey not new jersey the og jersey which is a little island between england and france and i'm like okay that's cool i'm glad to know where you're from what are you talking about anyway so he's uh he actually wants to be a part of this whole thing with noam dar and dragon lee as well um, so he wants to be a part of the Heritage Cup thing, and he's making fun of him. So I mean, guess that's, that's kind of what we do here. Uh, you know, for cradling a, a trophy like a baby and kissing it.
3: Yeah, but which he is said weird. He was gonna put like an end to his baby, and I was like, yeah, it's, that's it's very it's harsh out of context. Too
2: much. Yeah, too much. Um, so, uh, listen, I'm all for Nathan Frazier versus Dragon Lee versus Noam Dar for this Heritage Cup deal.
3: Just want to run away from this gimmick real fast. <laughs> yep. Alex.
2: It's true. Yeah. No. It's no. As as Louise points out, Noam's Noam's been the same since since ICW since before he even got signed. Like his character's been very true the whole time. It's very true. So.
3: Yes, that is true. It's good stuff.
2: Uh-huh.
3: It is good stuff, Alex. Sometimes though. Your heritage mm-hmm. cup don't runneth over.
2: You no, know I mean? it's true. It, it doesn't do that.
3: Sometimes you mm-hmm. need a little help to make your heritage mm-hmm. cup stand tall. Yeah. Sometimes well, you want to shine up your heritage cup real nice. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. need a little bit of help from our friends mm-hmm. at Blue Chew.
4: You know, spring has sprung, but maybe your penis hasn't. Blue Chew and the code Fightful is going to fix that. Whether you're in the mood or you're trying to get in the mood, Blue Chew and the code Fightful has you covered. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, you know they work. But it comes to you discreetly. You're not going to have everybody at the pharmacy or the doctor's office be like, what's he getting? Because somebody else is getting a little something once you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful. You meet with an online physician. And if approved, it arrives straight to your door discreetly. And how about this? How about free? You just pay $5 shipping. That's it. Pay $5 shipping. And you're gonna have that performance, that main event performance, that confidence. It's not just for people with a problem performing sexually. It's for that confidence, that main event. Blue Chew and the Code Fightful.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm so good at segways
2: mm-hmm. It's you almost are.
3: boring how good I am.
2: That's it is it is almost boring.
3: <sighs> I'm so reliable.
2: Almost. Hey, uh Josh Briggs uh, and Brooks Jensen, uh, you know, double vest in the beach. Uh they I had no we, idea
3: who you were talking about until you just hang, called them. They're, the hang, they're
2: hanging out with Danny Palmer, who's getting advice from them on what to do in their next match. It's like there are literally 50 people. In this building, Danny Palmer, you should go to before you go to any of these yahoos. But okay, um, uh, and um, uh, so they have like a a little friendly. Let's have a let's have a match. Why not um, with uh, Hank and Tank? And considering how this match went, and how they, uh, you know split amicably afterwards and everybody was like everybody's friends i think we should create a a whole faction but if we're gonna have the whole faction together then we gotta have names that rhyme with uh hank and tank so i think we gotta change uh double vest's name to frank and then beach can be beach can be wank so it's 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 hank and tank and frank and wank I mean, because he's kind hes canonically a virgin. Like it's in canon, he's a virgin. So of course his name is Wank.
3: Of course. It just well, that's fits. good.
2: That's good. Uh, spank and Yank. There you go. I like, I like, I like, I like Frank being in there because it kind of like take like oh maybe we're just gonna do regular things, but then we call him Wank.
3: It's like a swerve. Yeah. So you do have to have it be in that order. That's the mm-hmm. only thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm truly not ready to abandon the names Double Vest in the beach.
2: I know. I know. It's is just a quick joke. Well, they, they they showed a picture of them on some NXT thing together, and they just looked like they were all cousins. Like, yeah, they yeah, did. Like, these, these are the guys you avoid at the family reunion <laughs> because they're just whipping beer cans at each other's heads. Like, like it just, I'm just
3: trying to play volleyball, man, with I my t- cousins. Like, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Um I love Tank. I think Tank's great. I think I think Hank is weighing him down. I think honestly, like Tank is Tank is ready to move on to something better. And Hank is still learning how to do this shit. And Tank's like he's got so much personality. Um, as evidenced by the fact that he legit had a tooth knocked out, and then he he spit it out, picked it up, opened his siglet, and dropped it in like it was a breast pocket. (laughs) That dude's got really great instincts and then he's standing up there smacking his own face where he lost the tooth and just like that guy's got something i don't know what it is but like there's a there's a thing that a lot of guys don't have for example von wagner doesn't have this which is like the ability to like full-on commit to whatever he's doing um and never sees i've seen i've seen hank like no tank seen tank do like two things okay um and uh and tanked is uh uh um he's always just so damn present with everything just he feels like he's completely there and doing everything like it's, it's 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 I don't know. Like uh, there's, there's an energy that he brings. That's really, really interesting to me.
3: They're going to make him Otis 2.0. So don't get too excited, but um, they, (laughs) they, he has what bad Bunny has that I was so floored by this weekend, which is he has wrestlers instincts already. Like um, that thing where, yeah, it, it is that being ultra present in the moment thing. Like it's, it's, um, pulling off everything that's not the planned sequences that you agented beforehand and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Like, that's the stuff that always impresses me, and that's what draws me in as a fan. Like, I watch for the End ring storytelling. That's that's my thing. Um, it's my favorite part about wrestling. It's the most specific to wrestling thing in the world. I love it.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And he's got it. Like, it's, it's pretty cool to see that early. I don't know. I'm sure he was on Level Up. I don't really watch for Level Up. Um, but... It is it is fun to see someone that, in it at the, while they're there, the putting the tooth in the breast pocket thing was hysterical. It was so so funny. I loved it. Um.
2: Yeah. Orion Ben saying, me of the beer city bruiser."
3: Yes. That's yeah. That's a that's a really it's good just, comparison. It does.
2: Yeah. It does feel like there's something there. Um. You, you know, honestly, what it feels like is okay. I don't know anything about him at all. It just—I'm talking about just the energy that he possesses as he walks to the ring uh, during matches. It feels like somebody bombed Daddy Magic with gamma radiation and hulked him. <laughs> like he's just this bigger, more energetic, f- freaky, strong version you of Daddy Magic. You want to know what? <laughs> you know. It just it, it's uh it, there's there's something there's something there about oh, it. I, love that. I don't know. Um anyway, Briggs and Jensen win. Uh they pin the pin tank. Um Hank needs better gear. T- Tank's got great gear.
3: I can't believe I'm gonna say this.
2: Hank needs better gear.
3: I missed the outfit.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: With the mm-hmm. outfit, the one outfit mm-hmm. he had. I had mm-hmm. so many questions. I was so intrigued. I needed to know what the deal was with his mm-hmm. one outfit. Now I'm like, what? You... Come on. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. You follow up the one outfit you've had in your life with medium boring gear? Get mm-hmm. it together. Mm-hmm. You're freaking Hank and Tank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get it together.
2: <laughs> A fun nickname for Hank and Tank could be propane accessories.
3: No, that's their that's their dual finisher. That's good be- <laughs> Yeah.
2: Propane and propane <laughs> accessories. It's the it's the propane and propane accessories. So one of them's gotta do one thing the other guy does another one. There you go. I like that a lot. Um uh first round match was Lyra Valkyria versus K- uh uh yeah this is this is good kiana james is continuing to get better and better and lyra valkyria is good
0: yeah
3: question it's a really important question Mm -hmm. (laughs) is lyra valkyria a bird yes so we all if you believe in evolution Mm -hmm. we all came from like monkeys right
2: I mean, so, to simplify it, sure.
3: To simplify. We're going simple, all right?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: She came from a bird.
2: Mm-hmm. She's Well, she's, so she says.
3: Okay, because there was a lot of, like, her being a bird and talking about how she's evolved, and I feel like the only logical conclusion I could draw from the video package is that she's a bird, which mm-hmm. is, that isn't... That is inherently something that is interesting. I can't Mm -hmm. argue with that. I have questions about how you were raised a little bit, I'm going to say.
0: Well, she was
2: raised because she she hatched from an egg in a nest. And then her mommy bird came and, and regurgitated food for her for the first few weeks of her life until she was old enough to fly on her own. And then she leapt from the nest and flew. And then so she, she up-
3: straight up evolved from like a bird. It wasn't like half person, half bird. Like it went but from zero to sixty real fast.
2: Like I think she was a I think she was born a bird and then probably um like if they have spooky Scottish witches, you just gotta think they got spooky Irish witches. And one of them like cast a spell on her and, and made her into a lady. Okay. I think that's that's where maybe I'm maybe she
3: struck a deal but, with them before they left NXT.
2: That's possible. You never know.
3: I mean the match was real good. Yeah, yeah, James, a little over-attached to her purse, I gotta say. I know it's part yeah. of the story.
2: It's I don't know why, though. It's weird. Like, uh, uh, like at some point, we're gonna have Get to see inside purse. the purse. Like, what, what's in the purse?
3: What is just, in this
2: purse? If it's just lipsticks, I don't know how that's a foreign object. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how that's gonna hurt anybody. Like, if, <laughs> if like, I don't know what that is, but, um...
3: It's like a yeah. pretty decent sized purse. Does she have a laptop in there? I don't know.
2: I don't know. I mean, it could it, honestly. Um, she's she's pretty well built. She got like is. a she's couple of couple of ten pound dumbbells in there. It's and true. That's what she, when she swing that thing around and that hits you, that'll knock you out. So yeah, I understand.
3: What if it was just tax? But it was so many tax.
2: It's legal documents. It's legal documents. No,
3: I was gonna say maybe there's a contract thing too.
2: It's just it's numbers. It's just, I'm <laughs> I've been crunching the numbers in my purse, it's and they just, numbers. She it, just pulls it, out it, a
3: five like in Sesame no, Street. No,
2: no. it's it, it's she's crunching the numbers. She empties. I've been crunching the numbers here. Watch, and it's just a bunch of like um, number shaped crash crackers, and she pulls them out and she she crunches them, and they they crumble. There you
4: go.
3: I'm sorry to get so hung up on gimmicks because this match is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. good in ring today in a mostly mm-hmm. decent episode. Yep. But we got one competitor who evolved from a bird and someone who just can't mm-hmm. put her damn mm-hmm. purse down. There's but a lot in room with locks. I don't understand.
2: Lyra Valkyria wins, uh, which all fucking guarantees that Cora Jade wins next week because obviously she was always going to. Um, but I just thought. You could have easily just killed two birds with one stone, no pun intended, Lyra Valkyria, by just having...
3: Murmuring putting her family? Two birds
0: with one stone? Putting
2: Fallon and Kiana in the same match. Horse girl and porn real estate agent um, in the first round, and then you just have them have their blow-off match there because, honestly... Wants to watch it. So just yeah, have it have it done. Like it's it's over and we can move on.
3: You know what? Honestly, they're both good individually. At no point did I feel like they had the in-ring chemistry that they needed to have. It was so weird. Mm. And I don't know if it's just because the whole angle was so gimmicked up, but mm. even though they built it out for like six months, I was not like, I gotta see them run that back. Mm-hmm. Um her purse has stones in it. She's taking out birds left and right with those stones. That's what it is. But a fun Maybe. match. Keanu James is really impressive. Like, she... Mm-hmm. Um, like,
2: that power bomb that was like a gut wrench. Yeah. A kneeling powerbomb. That was really cool looking.
3: And that was great. So, this was fun. You're right that it is kind of handicapped by the sequencing of the tournament.
2: It, yeah. It does feel weird because, like, Uh, honestly the the, there's no there's just no reason to not do it there's no reason to not do tiffany and roxanne i don't i don't get it if if we get roxanne out of the other bracket then we get roxanne versus cora which i absolutely do not want to see um and if we get tiffany beating roxanne then we get tiffany versus lyra which i think would be a good match but like You really haven't done enough with Lyra to like make her a main character on the show. I I mean,
3: this is why I think we might be getting Roxanne versus Blair Davenport.
2: I mean, I I, you'd be like,
3: because next week you and I will be like, why are there two faces in the finals? This is so stupid, and then Blair Davenport will knock her out. (laughs) Uh,
2: But I get like, I I guess I I'll, I'll never I'll never I'll never get somebody just making decisions smart decisions at the time. Like the idea of like, well, it was supposed to be Roxanne versus Lyra Valkyria, but that is a dead bird. I guess we have no choice but to put Blair Davenport in the match. Like, <laughs> a dead bird. Oh no. um,
3: Yes, no, but that's the type of decision that they would make. Remember when Matt, Ru- Matt Riddle... What Austin Theory was just in Money in the Bank? Sure,
2: she's made of crow's feathers. <laughs> uh, NXT needs their own Will Washington. That's honestly, that's very true. Um, uh, don't forget, anyway. there's
3: anything you don't like on AEW Dynamite
2: mm-hmm. at Will Washington. Mm-hmm. It's all him. Um, I, I, yeah, uh, I, I feel like there's, there's, there's. Or people are saying Tiffany versus Cora, which like I don't know.
3: <laughs> well, here's the thing about that is
2: I don't know, but I don't know about a heel heel thing. I just don't know about it. I just don't. I don't know.
3: Um, I think uh, no. So there
2: you go. Uh, Jam Beard says I now can't help but picture Lyra as Birdman from Rick and Morty. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> And Luis says that's actually bird person, but I'm thinking of Birdman from Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law. Um, oh absolutely cool. Which is which is a fantastic show, which I miss a lot.
3: I kept thinking of uh Bird Law from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> that's
2: good. This is my these are my favorite super chats. Mine
3: too. I
2: didn't watch NXT, but I'm still happy I'm here. See, that's what we need. Which is this things that all the things that you don't watch, we will review for you and then all
3: the bad things, fun yep, and mm-hmm.
2: Um, those guys uh, are old, cool,
3: by the way. I love the pro wrestling podcast, dudes. Good
2: humans. Um, uh, yeah, we got, we got our Braun Breaker versus Trick Williams match. Ron Breaker has Breaker on the front of a singlet, on the back of a singlet, it says <laughs> meaner than evil. And somebody tweeted me. I don't know if this is true, but tweeted me that this is something that Braun has said that he used to write all over his notebooks in eighth grade. He just thought it sounded cool. And somebody was like, yes, 14-year-old Braun Breaker, you're a smart person. We're going to let you put that on your wrestling gear. Meaner than evil. Are you talking about like, yes, I'm a little evil, but I'm more mean than I am evil? Or... I the m- just the idea of what it is to be evil, I am more mean than that. Like I don't none of that makes any sense. That is a that is a mad lib that somebody came up with wrong.
3: I got the mad libs book right here, don't you dare. But no. uh I think he means that he's just meaner than evil from New Japan. Like the wrestler, perhaps, Evil, perhaps, whose matches yeah. are, they're always yeah. overbooked and stuff. Like, it's just, um,
2: you know. Or like ma- maybe maybe he's meaner than Big Evil, the okay. 2000s version of Undertaker. That could be it. Perhaps. It None don't of make that sense, makes any no. sense. Cool. Um, he's it made sounds evil like you know?
3: the band you start when you're 14 years
2: mm-hmm. old. It We're meaner than Evil
3: it's at the 8th grade talent show. Let's go. <laughs>
2: Ah, oh, so good. This is our cover of another Breaking Benjamin song. Um,
3: <laughs> this is Diary of Jane again. <laughs>
2: mm, yeah, it's true. Yeah, wrote it in a notebook is like listen. Any 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 middle school kid re- writing things in a notebook is always a bad sign. Yes. Yeah, um. Right. Uh. This is fine. This is Trick giving us his best match because it's a storyline match. He gets to do some stuff. He's improved. <clears throat> because man, back when he was doing boxing matches versus Wesley, it was not good stuff. But he's but improved. It was
3: also, boxy. and
2: but like just his 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 footwork was bad. He couldn't throw a worked punch. Sure, like but like that could work. He's gotten better. He's gotten better. I'm and I'm maybe, saying good things about it. He's gotten single... better.
3: He's gotten a lot better. But like, can we not do worked boxing matches in wrestling ever? i can't name a good one no. i'm sure there's obscure don't 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 people with like uh well in that period of time when new japan was doing their enough yeah. and i know i kind of uh, stole sean's nerdy mark voice but i earned that actually
0: on
2: this
3: one. okay uh, uh actually in new japan uh, there was this uh yeah there was one a year that mm, style in the... in
2: mid south where mm, <laughs> 19 1983 mm,
3: Get out of here with that! I'm talking yeah, on American yeah. mainstream television. I've not seen a good yeah, worked yeah. boxing match with were were there absurdly sized boxing gloves in that?
2: Yeah, did they, they feel like it was they were too big?
3: They were like really big, right?
2: Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, uh, Braun Breakker um, uh, eventually gets the upper hand. I actually like this because um, uh, trick caught him pretty good but then uh braun stopped like a discus clothesline and immediately picked him up and it was uh gorilla press front slam uh spear Steiner recliner and then did the I'm gonna Bar- wait Barca-cola. i'm gonna wait on Barker lounger um and then um he yanked back on it that's always the good one we're like oh will get this yeah. thing like, listen. You could tap out now, or I'll just yank on it extra hard. I always like those, especially um, as a
3: heel. You should definitely be doing that.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then we get Carmelo Hayes coming out to um, to stop things, uh, which he doesn't do very well. Oh, I no. forgot.
3: If they specifically uh, asked him not to.
2: Yeah, and then he's like, <laughs> "I gotta go," and the bar the 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 barber's like, "Really." I mean, you're not supposed to. It's like, I gotta do this. Okay, well, see you later. Like it was just kind of this weird <laughs> thing where like it was like the bartender was holding the phone. Um, but anyway, uh so uh he he tries to do one of his super awesome uh springboards off the middle rope back into a crossbody and uh then uh Braun Brickaker murders him with a spear. Uh like it was that was some that was a good spear. Yes, it like, was. And the whole thing of like, it's, it's, this is, this is what I say when, um, when I've always talked about like people who, um, uh, they don't respect this person because of the, the chance or whatever that they'll do to a heel or whatever. The, the you still sucks they're doing to Breaker, um, uh, are disingenuous. And here's the thing this is how I know it. The, the one that we're doing you still sucks to Austin Theory. You know, and they're, right. they're doing those kind of things. Whenever he's doing anything in the ring, they're just, they don't care. So, like, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't, whatever. What, they still chanting, you still suck to Braun Breaker. But when he breaks a dude in half with a spear, they leap up and go, oh, that was awesome. Because they know even though he's a heel, they still respect what he can do in the ring. And so then they can go after afterwards and chant mean stuff at him because he's the bad guy and they want him to lose, but it doesn't mean they don't still see value in what he presents to them in the ring. There's a difference between heat where they don't give a shit about you and they actually actively not want to see you anymore and heat where they're like, I'm booing this dude because he's facing the guy I like, but that dude's still awesome sometimes. I just want him to lose. You know? Yes.
3: I mean- very much a distinction and an important one
0: mm-hmm.
3: um I really liked this like trick definitely is best showing mm-hmm. for sure bronze great and all of those extra nuances like you were saying like pulling back and um mm-hmm. they they go so naturally with him because of his in ring style and the way mm-hmm. he's able to execute in the ring like this mm-hmm. feels like a really really smooth transition um. And I, I really like it. Like, I didn't think I was going to be sold on it. I was getting annoyed. I was like, just call the guy up already. But mm-hmm. this is good. This is really, really good. And it just, mm-hmm. it's nice to see him feeling more comfortable because sometimes they go the route of like, oh, that guy's a machine, but he needs a mouthpiece. He doesn't have to say much. Mm-hmm. Like, you can be that guy and not need a manager and just not say it to just speak mm-hmm. effectively. Um, so I I was really happy to see what we saw out of him tonight on tonight's episode of NXT in general. Uh, but this was a a fun main event. Did feel a little weird because they don't have any hesitations. They've shown us over and over again. One thing I appreciate Mm -hmm. is that they have no problem putting women in the main event consistently did feel kind of like when you have a tournament and Tiffany Stratton, I kind of liked it opening. So pick your poison, I guess, but, uh, a world tournament match when you have two of them on the same episode even though it's the quarterfinals i'd Mm -hmm. I'd probably flip-flop that maybe a little bit but no complaints really but definitely a a better episode of nx definitely better than last Mm -hmm. week but a a better one Mm -hmm. just kind of in general really good in ring really good yeah
2: yeah um we're at 63 puns we need to get 69 people guys um let's let's read let's read some of these puns patchy rick says steve mango mcmichael Jake Sauerzar says maximum male mangoes. <laughs> um, Jam Beard says it, it it looks better than it sounds. Fruits, but it's like with a Y in there and an extra P. So like scripts, like, Spudlets, like scripts, but it's fruits.
3: I was thinking like pits for scripts, but um, I can't make it work.
2: Frit, frit, fruits. Sounds like sounds like I was speaking with some kind of weird. Icelandic accent. <laughs> Go to the store and buy me some fruits. Um uh Jeremy Pringle says a small pineapple, the fruit roll-up instead of a small package.
3: I was gonna ask if that's what it was. Mm-hmm.
2: I like it. All right. Robert Lyle says shooting starburst press. Starbursts count as fruits. Stretching it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, purple's a fruit. Paul Elizabeth says, You mean raisin freezer now, Nathan <laughs> Fraser? Um, I see, you, Dad. Uh, Robert Lyle says, Kevin Mangostein. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Tom LaValley says, Super Crazen. La Prunica. Uh, Jake Salazar says, Papaya House.
3: That's really good, Jake. That's a good one.
2: Uh, Alf- uh, Alpha Bill says, oh, Barry yeah. Lynch. Well, Jesse Osog says BCC's brutal future member, Blood Orange Cassidy.
3: <laughs> I like that. It's
2: uh, a good twist guess-
3: cuz Orange Cassidy's kind of a cop out, even though I like those ones. Blood mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy, another layer.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh Jake Sauerzar says Fan Mango.
3: Mango.
2: Fan Mango. Did he? Um did he? J.W. Pringle says, uh, Durian Allen. <laughs> so
3: okay,
2: what's, dur- what's Durian?
3: Durian? Let's look it up.
2: Yeah. I don't know what Durian is. Oh. Keep going.
3: I'm uh, going to look Durian.
2: Al- Alpha Bill says, Lyra Valkyria.
3: <laughs> Durian, might I tell you,
0: mm-hmm. is the
3: edible fruit of several tree species. Not oh. tree sebin, but several tree species okay. belonging yeah. to genus Durio. of course, as we all know. Uh. It is a South Asian fruit, and it looks kind of like a... It's the
2: world's smelliest fruit, people are saying in the chat.
3: Ew. Mm. Really burying the lead Wikipedia, if that's true. Mm. <laughs> it's found in Thailand. Mm. Mm. It's prickly looking it's covered in thorns.
2: Oh, we got we got we got 69 cuz we cuz we got we got a humper chat. Yes. Um Jake Sauerzar says Brock versus Cody in the fruit pit. Noise. Jake Sauerzar says Lemon Volkmer.
3: I don't know what that one was supposed to be. Lemon Volkmer? Was that supposed to be Liver Volker?
2: Lud- Lud- Ludwig No. I don't know. Lemon Vulcomer. Lemon Volcomer. Let Volkimer. us know. Is it Ludwig Kaiser? No. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Volkomer. What Volcomer? I'm so lost. Um uh, one uh, Lieutenant Photo says Sal Sa- Savio Valvanga. It's
3: oh sad. fun.
2: Uh Tom Lovelli says Ray Sin Cara. <laughs> Jake Sauerzar says CM Plum. Tom Lovelli says Dean Melon Coconut Perry Saturn.
3: <laughs> Perry Dean Saturn. Mal- underrated Mal- always.
2: Dean Malunko cannot. <laughs> that's what it's supposed to be. I like that. Gotcha. Um, oh, that's really good. Larry B. Dupree's, that's really good. Acai Moonsalt, but it's like acai berry.
3: Oh my gosh, that's, that's really so good.
2: good. Larry, that's really good. Jake oh Sauer says, Chad oh. Graple. <laughs> Robert Lyle says Fig Vicious and Apra Scott Steiner. What a pearl. Fig
3: Vicious is great. Yeah. I
2: love um, it. Ryan Best says Matt Avacardono. Avoconard- Matt Avacardona. Avacardona. Avocado. Matt Avocado. No. There
0: you go. I said it. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> nailed it. Jake Sourzard says American Dragon Fruit. Brian Dangleberry um uh alpha bill says papaya shango. we already had that one but it's so great so i don't good. care so good um uh jesse ozog says pawpaw palowski yes there's a pawpaw is a kind of fruit is it really yes pawpaw fruit i never had it but i'm I, learning I
3: about guess. so many fruits today uh uh
2: lieutenant Fo- <laughs> lieutenant photo says uh <clears throat> stone fruit steve austin clothes limed mango kind but he countered with a mandarin claw. Well played. It's a whole like a pawpaw. Like, mm-hmm.
3: Tastes like a cross between a mango and a banana.
2: Mm, it it's
3: actually delicious. indigenous to to North America, though.
2: That sounds. Where can I buy a pawpaw tree?
3: It does grow on a tree.
2: Wow!
3: It has a bright flavor that might remind you of something tropical. But it's well, the, want, it's North American.
2: Why, if it's North American, why can I not buy it at my local grocer?
3: Have you looked?
2: Yes. If there was something in the in the in the in the fruit section that said pawpaw, I would have bought it and brought it to the <laughs> show and showed it to everybody. <laughs> um uh um Orion Ben666 says the Nigerian giant peach, Omas. James uh, Alpha
3: Bill. Peach. I get it. Sorry. I was still looking at Papa. I'm sorry. I'm back.
2: I'm back. Alpha, get your ADHD brain back here.
3: <laughs> I Al- had so many questions about Papa fruit. <laughs>
2: um, Alpha Bill says Fig Balor and Banana Cato.
3: Oh, nicely done.
2: Dabbanana Cato was
3: really good.
2: Um, Jake Sourzar says uh, Maxwell J- Jockfruit Figman. Oh, very good. Meet Norma says papaya Valkyrie. I'll take it. The, tr- the tribal beef. Okay, get it. I, I get it. Uh, uh Orion Ben says drawn strawberry man and Ricky Apple. What's Ricky R- Apple? Rick- I guess it's ricochet. But I don't know why it's Ricky Apple. I'll take it. Whatever. Yeah. Larry B. Dupree says <laughs> t- tomato champa.
3: Very good. A controversial fruit, but a fruit nonetheless.
2: Mm-hmm. It's it's true. It's 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 that's true. Um uh <laughs> I don't know why that's made. I got it. I'm gonna save I'm saving that one. Ryan Lambert says, uh Dan strawberry, Meet yeah, Dan berry puns all day. Hangman apple page fruit. <laughs> Dom- Dominic Acai Jack.
3: Oh, I'll take it. Very nice.
2: Um Chris Pereira says Lychee Valkyria.
3: That's a good one.
2: And Got a lot Jake of Valkyria Sauer, ones. And, and Jake Sourazar says Lemon Valkyria.
3: That's very good, too.
2: Feeling Dreepy has Andre the Giant Peach, Fig Balor, Apple Juice Styles, AJ Styles, <laughs> Grape Juice Robinson, and Tomato Tonga.
3: <laughs> I really like Tomato
0: Tonga.
2: Uh-huh, that's really good. Uh, Wizard of Smoke this is my favorite grape muda, which we already got, and also I don't know why I love this so much. Juicing fun, Thun- <laughs> and thunder lemons. That's really good. Juicing thunder lemons is really really great. Oh, uh, that's so good. Uh, that's good. That's really good. Um, okay, what else we got up here? Um, Tom Avelli says, "FYI, Kate, upstate New York eats steamed hams." It's true. That is a that is a also a thing. It's uh oh, you know regional, what else they eat? It's a it's a regional dialect.
3: They eat salt potatoes in Syracuse. That's why those mm-hmm. dorks from the salt city killers are always invading my mm-hmm. hometown of excite wrestling.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But she got your hand mm-hmm. with potatoes. Uh
2: Jambeard uh, has predictions. Um uh so sorry, Alex, I have two predictions that you might hate. The first is i think my SummerSlam. we will get gunther versus dominic because he'll think he's better that's not as bad a prediction as the one that i came up with last night so which isn't a prediction it's, it's not a prediction it's a thing Spoiler. i think might happen and i really want it to not i'm not going to say it out loud because everybody's going to be mad at me um
3: plus it was behind the paywall so subscribe to Fightful select if you want so to see alex ruin my life in real time
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good uh, and Jambier says, second prediction will be that Cody wins the money in the bank match and the next night on Raw will cash it in for an undisputed WWE championship match at WrestleMania 40, nine months in advance. So they can tell the story!
3: They wouldn't do that because of Rumble. I'm not saying they wouldn't do it. I'm saying the advance notice they wouldn't do because of Rumble season, but... Uh... Yeah, I think that's how you get around the brand split and still do that
2: match. No, Alpha Bill, obviously it's an Albany expression. You're from Utica? Um, what up? Uh, it's, I'm from it's, Binghamton it's, originally. Alpha Bill is not from Utica. It is a Simpsons joke.
3: I don't and know so- the Simpsons jokes! I, know, I don't know about I your know. purple fruit and all your nonsense <laughs> and your damaged guitars.
2: Oh... <sighs> You no, know, this is this is a thing we need to do. Because I don't know, I don't know on what platform and how and when we're gonna get it done. But we are just gonna watch all of the Simpsons and you're gonna watch it for the first time, and I'm gonna watch it for the twelfth time. We're gonna just review the Simpsons. Episode.
3: I almost don't want to now, because everyone's um, like, I can't believe you haven't seen it. Well get mm-hmm. over it, people I have it. I don't know your corny little pop culture jokes. I don't uh-huh. know your references. I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on with any of these yellow people with like blue mm-hmm. hair and stuff.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: Get over it. I broke uh, South Park at a very young
2: age. <laughs> <laughs> Meet Norma says, I saw Guardians 3 today. The car behind me had a Linder Academy bumper sticker and it made me think of you. Kate, sup, partner? Uh, sup, may Gabagool be with, you, with all you people.
3: And with your spirit.
2: Um, okay. So we got two Tiffany's and uh, two for me. Um, so... Let's do.
3: So, which one do you want to talk about?
2: Let's 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 do let's do the the singing watermelon sugar because I think you know, the other one will be funnier when you do that one.
3: Okay, that one actually holds a special place in my heart. Fox socks. Yeah. Um,
2: <clears throat>
3: tastes like strawberries on a summer evening, and it sounds just like a song. I want more berries and that summer feeling. It's so wonderful and warm please breathe me in breathe me out i don't know if i could ever go without i'm just thinking out loud i don't know if i could ever go without watermelon sugar high watermelon sugar high watermelon sugar high watermelon sugar high watermelon sugar toodles
2: it's good it's good all right um so there's this uh orion ben 666 once Nathan Fraser doing "I've Landed" by Rehab, um, and I guess I have to do my own original impression of him, which was before he turned into some weird shock jock with his own cable no, access. No, he's show. always
3: no, he's always
2: he's always going to be this thing, even if it's a total lie of who he, who he is now. Um, yeah, okay, but here isn't we
3: go. Like the world's most accurate one.
2: No, but he was much more like like this a few months ago. Now he's I don't know what's going on. I, I, All right, here we go.
3: This is He's our
2: Nathan. Because of what you have done, the heavens have become a part of man's world. As you talk to us from the sea of tranquility, it inspires us to bring peace and tranquility to earth. Your go for landing, over. Coming down, to put a hole in my soul. As I done heard three morning roosters crow, and I can't live this way no more. My brain's on the autobahn, my body's slow. Scared of me now, I've been meaning hateful. Jealous, greedy, and so ungrateful. If I be wise and I can't drive, it's hard to believe I'm still alive. Skin is plastic, breath is death, a theft charge, and that is all that's left. Computer's glitched, all money's gone, and I don't even know my way back home. And I've landed in a place I don't belong. This is wrong, this is my song. Call someone, I'll need some help. Can you save me from myself? And Bob's your uncle. Nailed it. Um okay. Uh I will do oh Jambier says make Kate watch the Simpsons movie for get the flack out of here. No, you can't watch the Simpsons movie without watching at least at least 10 or 15 episodes of The Simpsons. So many inside jokes. You'll have no idea what the hell's going on. Watch the Simpsons.
3: Welcome movie. to my whole life, Alex.
2: Man, so true. Um, okay. Feeling Dreepy says first, well, not first, but we're going to get Darby Allen singing um, Happy Talk by Captain Sensible. (laughs) Happy talking. Talking happy talk. Talk about things you'd like to do. You have to have a dream. If you don't have a dream, how are you going to have a dream come true? Talk about the moon floating in the sky, Malachi Black. (laughs) Looking like a lily on a lake. Talk about the bird learning how to fly. Making all the music he can make. Brody King. Happy talking, talking, happy talk. Talk about things you'd like to do. You got to have a dream. If you don't have a dream, how are you going to have a dream come true? Malachi Black. Thank you. Uh... I don't know why the Brody King one
3: always gets me so
2: much. All right. Um, All right. Here we go. Can Tiffany read Fox and Socks?
3: Did I share this? How much that book actually means to me on this show before? Did I mention that in a previous episode? You may have. Fox and Socks. My dad used to read to me the great uh,
2: Mr. Elizabeth.
3: Yeah. Papa Mm -hmm. Paul Elizabeth. Um, And like very, very early in my sister's life. She was in the car seat in the back. My dad would read it to us all the time. She's falling asleep, and she was like, Tweedle, Beatles, Battle, mm-hmm. Poodle, Noodle, just saying words from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the best, but yeah, my dad rules, and he used to read this to us all the time. This is in the Bernstein Bears band. Mm-hmm. Ran him into the ground. <clears throat> but he didn't read him as Tiffany Stratton, so what you got on me, dad? All right. <laughs> Fox, Docs, Fox, Knox. Knox, is a terrible referee, but knocks and box, fox and socks, <laughs> knocks on fox and socks and box. Socks on knocks on and knocks and box. Fox and socks on box on knocks. Chicks with bricks come. Chicks with blocks come. Chicks with bricks and blocks and clocks come. Look, sir, look, sir, Mr. Knox, sir. Let's do tricks with bricks and blocks, sir. Let's do tricks with chicks and clocks, sir. First I'll make a quick trick brick stack. Then I'll make a quick trick block stack. You can make a quick trick chick stack. You can make a quick trick clock stack. I swear to God, every night my dad would read this. And here's to new trick, Mr. Knox. Socks on chicks and chicks on fox. Fox on clocks and bricks on blocks. Bricks and blocks on knocks on box. Now we come to ticks and talks, sir. Try to try to say this mr Knoxer clocks on fox tick clocks on Knox talk six st- six sick brick stick six sick chicks talk Toodles. there you go Oof.
2: <clears throat> okay Jake sour says uh can Linda sing shambaya <laughs> by bad Bunny um now I'm I'm sure this is not what he was had in mind, but too bad. It's um, it's uh, in English. It's in English. It's in it's in <laughs> English. It's okay. Here we go. Uh, okay. Uh, um. Chambea pull, motherfucker. You ain't got no bullets left. Chambea pull, motherfucker. You ain't got no bullets left. I always hit. I roll again. I always hit. I roll again. I always hit. I roll again. I always hit. Ra, tell me, Parcero. Always with the Zeta, and we ate saucy. Already, Susan Soltero. Oh my God! I saw her the other day. She was in line at the deli. Oh
3: my she God! She took forever me to,
2: to order her pastrami. Nothing you know, was lean enough. The then it was. It was. It was too thick. Then it was too thin. Ah, she, Susan just uh, Susan. It's because husband of hers. Oh she's my Face timing him the whole time. Anymore. It's
3: ridiculous. She doesn't know how to use the FaceTime.
2: Ah, oh. that's terrible. Sad that the bullet's gonna be downpour. Worms like you, I don't tolerate them, motherfucker. You're a pussy. You're a reporter. I'm not Don Omar, but I'm a bandit. That's why I only believe in God and my four zero. Yeah, spicy, spicy, like a habanero. If you got the key, I got the keychain. That's that's true. You know, you gotta have a keychain. why you, you lose the have key? A key chain. I lose my keys everywhere. Oh my day. god, at you the know, bottom of my you know, purse, the, I can't find them. The other day I found them in the freezer. Like oh I said, left there. Oh, know, them there.
3: Better than leaving them in the car. You ever leave them in the you car? Know, you gotta call the
2: AAA. It's so true. Chum back the fucker, you ain't got no bullets left. And that's it. That's the whole thing.
3: <laughs> I haven't heard you curse like that since your third bottle of wine. <laughs>
2: Third sip. Um, uh, Jam Beard wants Tiffany to sing the Monorail song from The Simpsons.
3: I don't know what this is.
2: It's okay. You don't need to know what it is. It's a great song.
3: <clears throat> There's multiple parts. What am I doing? It's
2: fine. it's fine. You're you're gonna be Lyle Landley, and I'll be other people. Okay.
3: Are you gonna be other people as people or just you?
2: I'll, I I'll 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 be other people. We'll find out. <clears throat>
3: Well, sir, there's nothing on earth like a genuine, bona fide electric, electrified six-car monorail. What I say?
2: Monorail.
3: What's it called? Monorail. <laughs> That's right, monorail.
2: Okay, I hear those things are awfully loud.
3: It glides as softly as a cloud.
2: Yeah, is there a chance the track could bend?
3: Not on your life, my <laughs> friend.
2: What about us brain dead snobs?
3: You'll be giving cushy jobs.
1: <laughs> I missed
3: him <laughs> so much. No good, sir. I'm on the level. Mr. Regal.
2: (laughs) Sorry. That's what I was going to do. The ring came off my pudding can.
3: Take my knife pen, my good man. I swear it's Springfield's only choice. Throw up your hands and raise your voice. Monorail.
2: Monorail. That's it. We'll stop there. There's too much left. It's fine. It's done. Um. (laughs) (sighs) okay it's good we're done we're done right we're done we're done we're done hey Hey, everybody uh on friday at noon it's our it's probably our most requested um uh get get the flick out of here
3: Flick out of here
2: friday at noon eastern time have your lunch with us on the east coast have your dinner with us in great britain Wake up with us on the west coast of America. We are going to be reviewing the Street Fighter movie starring Jean Clan Van Damme and Raul Julia in his final performance. Uh, it's um, a yep, gotta, you gotta, yep, gotta do it, gotta do do. it, man. You gotta do it. Um, (laughs) all right, there's the Nasty Boys and Berries, Sensational (laughs) Sherry, uh, Beat Done. Peach Dunn, <laughs> Umongo, and umango, and Tamarind Grimes. Tamarind Grimes. Tamarind Grimes. That's it's it. Not That's not getting done. better. All right, everybody.
3: Thanks for hanging out with us.
2: Keep cool, gobble Ghouls. Toodles. I actually have to hit this button.
0: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.